the coronavirus spreads, the world is in a panic. People are getting misinformation and don't know what to believe. However, a movement has begun at www.respecttherona.com. There's a variety of apparel and accessories for men, women and children to include shirts, pants, jackets, masks, hats, bags and much, much more. Remember to pull out your phone or laptop and type www.respecttherona.com. Respecttherona.com, apparel and accessories designed for people that take the pandemic seriously. Running your business in today's world is complicated and overwhelming. Until now, How Easy provides business people with all the tools to transition your existing business to a fully digitally automated enterprise platform. CRM, managing your marketplace, building websites, mobile apps, and scheduling social media posts all in one software platform. Integrate affiliate products into your business for additional revenue. How Easy has a special stimulus offer where you get 13 critical software packages in one place for just $50 per month. Go to HowEasy.com now. That's How Easy with two Y's. 10, 8, Having more fun than a human being should be allowed to have, it's Mikey J on KGUP Presents. I want you to put your hands together and welcome him to the stage. Big round of applause. Mothers, lock up your daughters. It's time to see Mikey J. Mikey J. Are you f***ing with me? That boy is good. Mm -hmm. Good and terrible. just heard top of the road and golden hour which brings us to our next guest she's not just a talented songwriter and music artist she's a yoga instructor she's a social justice warrior she's a true humanitarian but she's so much more in here to talk about this i'd like to introduce the lovely veronica torres of v torres welcome to the show hi thank you so much for having me what a great intro <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> so how are you doing today I'm doing good, hanging in there. Um, I think it's day by day, hour by hour sometimes, but uh, yeah, I'm doing well today. Um, I was saying earlier that the weather's a little moody in Los Angeles due to the fires, so it's definitely put me in some kind of mood, but it's kind of nice in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Hopefully that blows over because that gloom is kind of depressing and you know, it's like the whole entire state is just covered in this like orange cloud and it's very depressing and ugh. the earth is talking to us for sure. So yeah. hopefully we're listening. <laughs> well, on a lighter note, I mean, it's September. So happy birthday month to you. Thank you. Thank you. Virgos. <laughs> so I'm glad I reached out to you because, you know, um, back in March, when I originally got in touch with you, you were supposed to be our actual first guest on our TV show. 
And oh, man. Uh, <laughs> that was six months ago. God, I know. Well, it's such a bummer. I was so looking forward to that. I really appreciate the invite. Um, maybe one of these days we can reconvene. But yeah, yeah it's crazy. It was in March. It feels like feels like a really long time ago to me um yeah even though it was only six months ago but yeah I, I i just can't believe it it's been six months yeah and it and what's crazy is that it's flown by so quickly and yet it feels like so far away it's so true <laughs> i know i was thinking about like last year at this time i was for my birthday last year i was at a concert seeing the cold war kids at a big brewery in downtown los angeles with tons uh -huh. of people and it's just like Wow, in one year, complete difference. So it's crazy what a year can do, what six months can do. Yeah, it, it feels like we're in a different country and like it feels so different. Yeah. I mean, the fact that we can't even go to a concert venue, you know, I, I would go like once a week at least. Totally, yeah. same. Whether we were playing or I was just attending, it was definitely at least once a week getting yeah. out for some inspiration or even if it was a local venue, you know, something close by. It's just, it was nice. It's always nice to see live music or live art just being done. I think I just have an appreciation of it, no matter who it is. I just, I really miss those moments of being able to witness that and just get inspired yourself. Because sometimes for me, at least, that's yeah. kind of where I get my biggest inspirations from, seeing other people practice their art. Right. Well, even for the station, I mean, we go out and we would meet different artists because, you know, we can't just sit in, in behind a computer and expect all this amazing music to, to come to our face. What We would have to go out and actually meet people and, and you know, build relationships with promoters and, and different record labels. And it's going to be a whole different world. I mean, considering that everything's just upside down, you know, all our favorite concert venues are, are in jeopardy of closing and you know, permanently. Mm -hmm. uh, I was just reading a statistic that 90% of all the venues are probably not going to reopen. And it's, uh, it's very That's sad. such a bummer. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if you've seen the Save Our Stages um, act. I'm sure you have. So I've been like talking about that a lot. But it's, it's just, you know, despite even if the funding does come around and that does get passed, I think it's still going to be very hard because it's just been one of those things that's the first that has closed and then the last to open and i know we were going to discuss this but like two of really really uh venues that are really near and dear to my heart have already closed um here in la county and it's just like it just kills me because you know you grow up as an artist you know dreaming of certain venues to play and then you start to get to play them and then you're like in a rotation and then it's like a home to you and it just helps you grow and then just to see that go and, and all the memories and all the people you've seen play there it's just it's really really sad actually one of the venues that we were supposed to see you was at saint rock and that yeah. got canceled and i i think they permanently closed their doors they did it's a total bummer so oh, i'm in hermosa beach um mm -hmm. south bay area and that's like one of our only like uh, legit music venues is St. Rock. And it's been around, I want to say for, since like 2008. Um, and I've been playing there since that time. And it wow. became like, uh, you know, it, it was a place where they would book bigger acts. So you'd have the opportunity as a local artist to open for these bigger acts. And I was fortunate enough to get on the bill with some amazing and incredible people and just kind of cut my teeth on that stage and, and go through many iterations of my craft um, there and feel comfortable there. And it was still legitimate. So it's like, you're like on the stage and you're practicing in a space that's 
pretty much preparing you for almost any venue or anything. Um, and they also started a, a big festival called the Beach Life Festival, and we played it last year. Uh, we were booked to play again this year. There's a ton of acts on there, and it got canceled as well. So sad enough that these things are getting canceled, but to have the doors closed permanently is just pretty devastating because. Yeah. For, you know, in, we're in LA, like it's people live in their little microclimate and they don't really get out of it too often. Um, I know you and I probably go see shows and stuff, but a lot of our friends don't. So to have something in this climate was really nice. So I, I don't know what the future will look like for that. I don't know if someone will buy it again, but it just seems like that business plan isn't going to really be going anywhere anytime soon, which is just such a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, I I used to go to the the satellite quite a bit, and yes. you know when I when I lived in Culver City, you know Saint Rock was like near close to me as well. Yeah, and they had good shows. They would have good artists. Oh yeah, uh, I used to work with the the booking company that would book for Saint Rock. So everything that would okay. go through like you know in Pasadena or like North uh, North Hollywood, they, they would play in at Saint Rock, which was kind of weird because it you know it's kind of a small stage in comparison to like the Saban theater and stuff like that and right but people just love to play there and it was such a good vibe you know yeah it was like kind of like a mini house of blues kind of situation um it was just cool and I'm bummed and and the satellite as well like that was a venue I would go see some of my favorite bands at like 10 15 years ago I remember seeing Heartless Bastards there. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they're yeah. an amazing band. And I don't know if they're playing anymore, but they played and I saw them and I was just so inspired. And I was like, man, this venue is so cool. That's when it was called the other name. Um, what was it called before that? Uh, Spaceland? It used to be called Spaceland. Really? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that was the same place. Oh my god. Yeah. Gosh. So, and then it got <laughs> rebranded or whatever. So, and then we started playing there a lot. Um, a couple friends of mine did like some big nights there. So we would play down there and be like our LA, LA night. And it was just so nice. The crowd was so welcoming. People just yeah. go there to like, they like walk off the street, go in just to listen to music. Like that's, it's just a great community. So right. such, it's a sad to see that go as well. Yeah, it's going to be interesting when everything returns to normal. I mean, what's going to be left, you know? Yeah, what's normal <laughs> going to look like? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I, it's I just hope whoever comes in and repurchases these places kind of like will want to bring back that that whole music scene because we really need it. And I'm sure everyone who's stuck at home all this time is going to just flood these venues. So that way they do have a place to go to because we need it. Totally. We need it more than ever. I think one positive thing that will come out of this is, you know, just the respect of art and music and people going to shows because they really want to see that band, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and the value of our dollar and spending that money and knowing that it's going to go to the artists. Like, I think hopefully that that will come back even stronger because I think in a way we were kind of in this, phase of of a lot uh a lot at our fingertips at once a lot of instant gratification just songs releases singles boom boom left and right all these artists like you can't keep track and you know i think in a sense hopefully this will kind of bring us back to that relationship between the artist and the listener and the product that we're putting out there is something like that we really want to from our hearts versus 
because we feel like we have to, to, you know, keep up or keep the releases flowing. You know, that's something I've been really reflecting on and, and I hope, and I, I believe that will come back in a different light in the future. Um, because, you know, it's, we're kind of forced to, right? Reevaluate everything. Yeah, I, I've been um, following uh, Neva, you know, the National Independent Venue Association. Yeah. Um, they're behind the whole Save Our Stages thing and um, campaigning to for Congress to include a relief package in, in the next uh, bill. But, you know, you know how government is. I mean, they just, yeah. they use it for political gain and we have to wait until right before election, before any, anybody does anything. So... We'll right. see what happens. Yeah, I know. <laughs> kind of stay optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> put some good it's vibes hard, out there. It's hard to, but yeah, we're trying to put the vibes out there. It's yeah. definitely hard to stay optimistic with all of that right now. But Well, moving on from this subject, uh, what have you been doing that's different uh, lately? Well, man, it's so funny. It's kind of a cool time that we're at because we're at the six-month uh, mark of all of this. And I think in the beginning, I think, you know, I was just on adrenaline and like, we got to keep going. I got to keep moving. I got to keep the live streams going. I mean, we had a bunch of stuff booked. We had like some tours in the future. We had the festival, a lot planned for this year. So as things became less predictable, you know, we didn't know how long this was going to be. So I started just booking tons of stuff and playing a lot and kind of burnt myself out in the beginning because <laughs> I was just like, all right, like, let's go. There's a new way of doing this. And and so I feel like I've gone through a, a iterations of COVID. Um, yeah. and, and now I just feel like it's been nice. I've taken a little bit of a step back. I took a little bit of a break from any live streaming and kind of just sat with myself with uh, a little bit of grace with respect of saying like, you don't have to create right now. You don't have to write. You don't have to do anything, right. which I think is important because the pressure we put on ourselves, especially when we have like time to do something is just so <laughs> intense, you know? And it's like, yeah. it's been nice to just kind of, you know, take a, a deep breath um, because I, I spent a lot of 2019 working really hard on music videos, on singles, on recording. And so I've kind of taken a little bit of a step back, um, but I also have, I've also been busy too. I've been recording some new music with a producer friend of mine. Um, and I have a handful of songs that we're working on that is really cool. Cause it's, I've been able to spend more time in that studio space, just right. creating with the producer. So I can sit there and be like, let's do some drum tracks. Let's, I want to help be a part of everything versus, you know, have the producer kind of send me something or we work on stuff in piecemeal, which in the past, just due to time constraints is kind of how it would go for me. Um, so it's been really cool to like see these songs and, and basically I'm starting, you know, on a guitar and vocal track. And then we're just taking that and building something around it that really caters to my vocals, to the song itself. So it's really cool and I'm stoked for everyone to hear that. Um, so I've been working hard at that. And then um, I've also, I am a yoga instructor as well. So our studio has been kind of struggling just like everyone else. Um, yeah. But I've been teaching a lot online, you know, which at first I was like, this is not going to work. And it's actually proven to be really, really great because my private clients are in their home, they're in their safe spot and we can, I can still see them. I can still work with them and it's been nice. Um, 
And then I've also been teaching um, some public classes outside to benefit the BLM movement, which has been great. Um, just felt really called to take action and just do something to donate and raise money and raise awareness. So that's kind of been very inspiring to me. It's taken a little bit of a lead um, in the last few months, which I've really appreciated just the community, the support and, and feeling good about, you know, just doing something about it. I know we can all, we all have, have a platform, so to speak, but like to actually take action and, and just bring community together. I think it's important and it's hard you know, someone has to just do that. And then it's like, it creates this kind of wave effect. So seeing that has felt really great. Um, and, and then, yeah, just been writing more songs and working. So it's, it's just, it felt like a new normal. Spent a lot of time in my house. I've been raising a puppy too. I got one, a puppy in the beginning of April. So <laughs> I feel really proud of him being such a good puppy now. <laughs> yeah. It's like having a child. Right. <laughs> I don't have kids, but I imagine it'd be really hard having kids right now and all being home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we refer to our, our, our little kid as our, our dog kid. Your dog kid. Because <laughs> <laughs> he requires so much attention. And yes. Because, like I'm home all the time. So whenever I leave, it's like a big dramatic thing. And totally. I never know when I'm going to come home to. <laughs> <laughs> I know even right now well it's been weird because I've had this dog since I've been home all the time typically I'm I'm out of the house quite a bit and so he hasn't really been without me a lot so yeah. even like right now he's in the other room chilling it's like it's good for us to have our space I'm just praying he's not chewing anything uh, he he ruined not ruined he made appearances in a lot of my early live streams and the funniest one was he ate the set list because I had it on the ground. And then he also was pulling on the cord to my PA. So as I was playing, the entire rig just fell down and like oh, all the sound no. cut out. It's, it's actually hilarious during an Instagram live stream. <laughs> oh, wow. So navigating that with a little tiny puppy was pretty funny in the beginning. <laughs> That's crazy. But, you know, dogs are kind of necessary, especially during this whole COVID-19, you know, business because we're home constantly and, you know, we need companionship you know yeah unconditional love am i right yeah. it's like that's the best thing ever it's yep. better than it's it's better than humans <laughs> sometimes because they don't argue or they don't demand right? i mean they demand attention but you know they can just lay there for hours and hours and not say a thing totally <laughs> which is awesome. That's why we love them <laughs> oh man so going back to how we discovered you like it's so <laughs> it seems like a couple how of did years you discover ago. me i'm not even sure uh, uh, soccer oh, sex production. Yes, I love. Okay, yeah. Shout out yes. to those girls. I love yeah. them. Yeah, Rose and Amy. Yeah. Oh, they're great. They're great. They're so I've been great. to so many of their shows, and uh, yeah, they're so so great. At that moment, you had just released "Golden Hour." That is such a fantastic song. Uh, Thank you. It's, it's still one of my favorites. Thank and, you so uh, much. You know, when it comes to music you know, songs kind of like come and go and then you can delete it and you, can, you don't even remember that you had the song in the first place. But your song, Golden Hour, is just one of those, you know, rare gems that you could just play over and over. And I can picture myself years from now still playing it and oh. I just never get tired of it. Cause, that makes know. me so happy. Thank you so much. <laughs> it, it, it's one of those timeless things. I, I think that I'll just keep it, it'll be relevant no matter what decade we're in. Thank so. you so much. I appreciate that. I love how that song turned out. It, it was, you know, I, I 
I think we used a lot of, when I listen to it, I hear a, diff, a bunch of different influences, but like when the first chorus kicks in and it just gets real pretty with the guitars and it has a lot of harmonies and a lot of um, layers and, and it just reminds me of like so many different things, but it is total like a 70s throwback to me of just, you know, feeling really good. And, and I wanted, you know, lyrically the song, it can be a little dark in some places, but I wanted you to feel like you were just walking on air when you're listening to it. So yeah. I hope that that's what people are getting and appreciate that a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's got such a great message, you know, and you can relate to it uh, no matter what you're going through or how dark your, your current period of time is, you know, there's always something to look forward to. And that song just kind of like lifts you up. Thank you. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I just got a, uh, my friend who did the uh, art for golden hour. I, I just bought a, uh, a neon sign of that of just says golden hour. So when I have that here in my, I wish I would have had it for today. I would have had that behind me somewhere, (laughs) but I I just love the message of it. And I I love like, I think I'm going to have some t-shirts and stuff made because it is, it's like one of those things that's like, you know, golden hour, like we can all relate to it. We all have the ability to be in that golden hour anytime, you know, we want to step into that space. So, um, totally appreciate that. And I love the video. Like we spent my friend, uh, who's my video director, Mike Garcia, we, we like brainstormed on it so much because we had so many ideas and he's like, let's just throw every single idea in this video, just everything that we can do. So we spent seven months filming that, um, which was a long time, but you know, with our schedules and getting people together and production, it just took long time to do. And I think he did an awesome job and it's just like a fun video to watch to put you in a good mood and, and yeah. doing the videos, I'm so glad we did them just because we just haven't had the opportunity to work on it this year yet. Um, uh, hopefully, maybe we might be able to do something in the future just safely, you know, now that we can, right. uh, if we can all get tested and just, you know, prepare for that. But it's been, it's been hard just sitting on, on songs yeah. and stuff and not being able to. You just have to get really creative and just yeah. go for it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk totally. about your music career. Um, when did it all like really start for you? How old were you? Um, so I started, uh, I, I played in high school. I was a pretty big time basketball player. We were a very serious team, made some state championship accomplishments. I was set up to, you know, play college and do that whole thing. And that was like my life. And I loved it being an athlete, but I got totally burnt out. Even in high school, we were just playing at a very high level and it was very political. And, you know, I learned a lot at a young age and I was like, you know what, I want to have like a college life. I want to not just, what is the next step? Like, do I want to do a BMBA? Like, and that was kind of in my head, but I was just kind of done with it. So when I went to college, I ended up going to Loyola Marymount University in Mm -hmm. um, right here by the airport. And it was great school. Uh, but that's when I, when you quit a sport and that's like your life, it's just like you, your whole world frees up. You have so much time because you used yeah. to spend all that time at your craft and um, always played guitar, always like dabbled with it. Um, I didn't really write songs and stuff or, or sing publicly. And then when I got to college, I just brought my guitar with me and started writing a crazy amount of songs. Um, and that was like a long time ago. And I started releasing music under my name, Veronica Torres. And uh, so that was back in like 2006, seven, I was playing 
the LA singer songwriter circuit. So playing at like hotel cafe and, and just playing with a lot of artists like Jason Mraz and, um, Rye X who used to be a different name, just like all these people who are kind of like really big now is funny. Cause like when I was younger, I would just be on gigs with them and playing. And, and it's so cool because I think there was a really strong community for singer songwriters back then mm-hmm. um, as like Jack Johnson was coming up and like, uh, a lot of those, you know, kind of beachy vibe singers that were just playing acoustic guitar, very folky. Yeah. And so that was kind of like where I started and where my roots were. And um, I ended up meeting a guitarist a couple years uh, out of that, that, you know, wanted to start a band. And he was a very like reggae rock type player. And we started writing songs together and just together we wrote songs super easily. So we formed a band called Gorgeous Got a Gun in 2008 uh, 2008 or nine. And we were basically an alt rock band, very <clears throat> driven by synths and electric guitar. I was singing mostly, I did play guitar, but was mostly singing and fronting that band. Um, and we were in a band for about five years and we went really hard. Um, wow. I learned a lot. We played a ton of shows. Um, we toured a little bit. We, had some success in like some of our songs and movies and stuff and got to do some fun things, but I was like super young. So it was just a time where I feel like I wasn't very secure in myself. So it was kind of like just trying to be something I'm not and, you know, wear the clothes and be the, you know, that person. So I learned a lot and um, finally got to a point where we called it um, because we just had gone super hard for a super long time. We had several members. We had, then we had people move away and it was just like, we needed, I needed a break. So um, our last show, it was, in, I think, late 2011. And then I took a big break. Uh, I thought I was just going to be done with music. You always, I feel like you get to these places as a musician where you're like, okay, I'm done. I, I quit. I'm just going to like get a job or do something else. And, and, and you're just over it. But you always come back to it. It just yeah. lives in you. It's in your heart and soul. And in some capacity, it returns. So for me, I just felt like I am dying without, you know, playing. And and. I had a backup plan my whole life. Um, when I was in college, I was a theater major, but I was also an accounting major. So I have a finance background. And at that time, I kind of went hard into working full time and just thinking that was going to be it. And I realized, dang, I can't. Like, I need to have this time for this other thing. And right. so I started playing again and started releasing some songs back under gorgeous got a gun. And I'm like, you know what the songs I'm writing now, the vibe I'm doing is just not this anymore. So I just made a decision um, to rebrand and go back to my name, but go back to my name in a different way. Um, so that's where V comes from. People don't remember Veronica. I always get like Vanessa, Victoria, <laughs> you know, yeah. all those other names. So I'm like, just call me V and my family calls me V and friends. So um, I thought that was cool. And, and I immediately like, quit working full time and jumped into a record, jumped into a teacher training for yoga and like have to say that my most authentic uh, writing and, and just the most organic um, uh, songwriting and recording and the whole process has come from this new iteration. So, you know, I think everything you, t- you said this earlier, I think in an email, everything happens for a reason. I totally believe that too. Um, so you know, here I am. And and in and out of that, I've done a lot of co-writing with other artists and um, done a little bit of production work and, you know, done a little bit of different, a lot of management stuff, just things in the music industry that aren't, you know, just the performing aspect. But I really enjoy 
um, writing, songwriting. And I really hope that, you know, that's something for me that I can continue to do and, and can continue, continue to see as a solid career. I've been placing some things in movies and TV, which has been great. And just to continue to write and keep going and collaborate. I think that's just like what you have to look at in this business. You got to like take yourself out of the equation and just be like, okay, how can we work together? And how can, you know, if I see someone looking for something that I know, I'm going to suggest like, okay, you got to listen to this artist. They're great. And, you know, I think everything comes back. So just trying to taking the road to get back to yourself in this thing, I think is how you are most successful and, and just, you know, knowing what you really enjoy about it and what you want to get out of it. Yeah, because you can't really push something when you know it doesn't feel right, and, but you don't want to give it up either. Because like, even, even with Radio Me, I, I, so many times I wanted to walk away because Spotify and Pandora and all these like, streaming platforms are, like almost ruined the internet radio like platform. Right. And I just kept going on and on. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to persevere and just ride this out. And my business partner and friend, he approached me and he's like, oh, we have an opportunity for you to do a TV show. And I was like, okay. And then that just turned into like a playlist on uh, Google Play Music and then Spotify and then YouTube. And it, it's reemerged KGUP to a point where we're becoming popular now. And so it's, awesome. Yeah. And it's like, I'm so glad I didn't walk away. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't either. I, yeah. I think it's so important to have a platform that's your own and something unique. And like, you can do whatever you want to do with this, yeah. right? No one owns you and you can choose the artists you want to choose and people you believe in and create that community. Mm-hmm. And I give you so much credit for sticking with it because it's important. You know, like, I think it's the same thing with music. Like for a moment, like, it, it was that instant gratification that I was talking about where people are just like, feed me stuff, you know, let me just go on Spotify and see what they're telling me to listen to. And in a sense, yeah, if one of your song gets on that playlist, like you could blow up or whatever, but at the same time, it's not a reason to stop doing it because eventually this is going to reach enough people and you're going to find, you know, your tribe or they're going to find you essentially. But that's so awesome. And I think it's, I think it's so important to have your own platform. I 100% believe in that. Plus, I, I wouldn't even know what I would be doing if I <laughs> completely... I knew deep down that I would regret it, you know? Yeah. Because once I let it go, it's going to be so hard to come back, you know? Yeah. It yeah. was hard enough that I used to have a podcast that was really popular. We had almost 2 million subscribers. And wow. then I let it go. <laughs> <laughs> And then I put all of my eggs in, into internet radio because I thought that was like the future, yeah. you know, and that was like 2015. <laughs> and that's when the <laughs> streaming platforms just emerged out of nowhere yeah. and changed the industry completely. Yeah. So now I'm wow. going back to podcasts, which is very popular. And what was your podcast before? What did, where did you stream it off of? Like your own uh, we originally broadcasted on Podomatic and it was okay. the Greg Unknowns Presents because okay. I started that in college um, and it was just really experienced to become a DJ because I wanted to work for like K-Rock and like all oh. these radio stations. There's not a lot of money in, in, in radio. <laughs> Sadly. Anything that, per- that involves passion and creativity, there's not a lot of not money. Not a lot of money. Yeah. And you can't just <laughs> do it for the money. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's like something I really like... 
I was having a conversation. I, I, this quarantine has been like so great for me personally. It's been hard because I live alone. So it's like, I've been very alone in this quarantine and it's been very lonely, but it's also been like, you have to face everything and like deal with it. And it's been very healing in that way. Um, But you know, one thing that I wanted to do was I've never for some reason, like made my living space, my own. I've always thought like, this is temporary. I might move or I might do this. And I'm like, I've lived in this place for so long. I'm going to like make this place kick ass because I thrive on vibe. I love it. I love like just customization, et cetera. So one thing on my bucket list was an original art piece. I never have owned one and I had just been manifesting it because I'm like, I know the right one will come to me like at some point. And uh, we have a very, very cool art studio here in Hermosa beach called Shockbox. Uh-huh. Big shout out to them. Um, and they host a lot of different artists. So during the quarantine, they were having virtual art shows, which actually were more successful, I think, for the artists. More people bought uh, stuff because everybody could go on Zoom. They would show it. They would talk about each piece. That's you know, cool. you go to art show, typically you don't get to talk to the artists, maybe at all. And if you do, maybe you get to hear about a few pieces, but you got to hear everything. So anyways, I saw this art piece and I was like, that is that's it. Like I need to go see this artist. So I was able to go down there in person with a mask and meet her and talk to her and go through all the pieces. And I ended up purchasing an art piece. It's beautiful. Kim Swank is the artist. And we had a conversation later about um, just, you know, your passions and, and how to keep it, you know, thriving. And, And part of that conversation was just don't put all your eggs in your mon, your monetary financial, um, like livelihood in your passion projects because you're gonna for me like I could never be the starving artist like I've been there I've you know gone through tough times with that but I I don't thrive I'm not creative I stress out it's just in my nature so having income come from different places so that I can create the art that I want and you know have the ability to do whatever I want to do and not have someone telling me this is what you need to be doing which is kind of what I got a little bit when I was in the old band Um, we almost signed a few deals, but they were very much trying to change the way we did things. Um, so we didn't end up doing it, but I just think it's so important. Like that, that stuff that keeps you very, very alive and passionate to to keep that, you know, in a place where you're not depending on, on that to make money. And then that's eventually how you do end up making money because you're creating this very authentic, very real, very personal, art and um Mm -hmm. and and she agreed you know she had brought that up and i was like that's so true so it felt good to kind of you know vibe with people on that because you always hear like you just gotta kill yourself quit your job do everything and just you know struggle and you and you do in a sense i think we all do but you got to be smart about it and understand like you know you as a person what makes you the best what makes you create the best what makes you your highest um uh, vibration. So yeah, that was just really something I wanted to share because I don't think we hear that side of it as much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. They, we, we live in such a different world now. I mean that everything is like done through zoom and Skype and you know, all these different platforms and it, it's gotten me out of my shell. Cause I, I wouldn't, you know, a year ago, I wouldn't be comfortable doing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like setting up zooms constantly. <laughs> yeah. FaceTiming people. Like a, it's an everyday thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I get like FaceTimes instead of calls. I'm like, whoa, all right, we're going for it. This like, is the oh, world we live in now. I'm not prepared for you to look at me. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I know, I know. It's so crazy. I, I like it too, though, because I feel like also like even like being a woman and, and just not worrying about like, I have to put my makeup on. It's just made us get, at least for me, be like, I don't care about as much makeup. I don't care about as much of that. Just like go yeah. out there and be yourself. You know, I think that's kind of a, a really neat thing about this time and spending yeah. so much time with our, our thoughts and that kind of stuff. So what are you currently working on now? So I'm working on music with a producer. Uh, I would like it to be an EP um, because I feel like I came out with an EP and it's awesome to have an EP on an album. I think it's, yeah. it gives you an opportunity to really present your, yourself and your art and, and take someone through a journey. Um, and just, you know, I think it was just kind of like a matter of timing and recording. I just, I recorded a bunch of songs previously that just didn't feel like they sat together. So I was doing singles with those. Um, yeah. So we're working on a new EP and I'm really excited. It's, it's turned a corner into um, a different vibe. Um, you know, typically I'm playing with a band and, and we might record live, you know, with, with our, as a, as a rock band. And now it's kind of turning into a little bit more focused in on the singer songwriter with still creating um, an atmosphere for the song. So Pretty it's cool. cool. It's a little more electronic. It has a little bit of in some of the eighties influence in it. Um, okay. So that'll be an EP for me coming soon. I mean, we've got a few songs done. We're working on a couple more, so no exact date yet. Um, I'm also working on a release uh, that will be coming soon. There's no exact date yet, but stay tuned. Um, it's actually my first cover song that I'll be releasing. Oh, okay. So um, I'm willing to tell you what it is on this on this podcast. <laughs> um, I haven't shared, but it's a it's one of my favorite songs by the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, Maps. So I oh, did nice. a cover of it, um, and I'm really excited to share that with everyone. It's a very moody. It's very different, but. I love how it turned out. Oh, so man. I saw them in 2008 at uh, oh. Glass House in Pomona. Oh, that was probably so incredible. <laughs> yeah. I love the Glass House. Oh my God. Yeah. She's, she's just like a different being. Um, seeing Karen O live, just seeing their whole band live is just, it just takes you to another level. Art rock, just visually, just her just not giving a shit about anything. I just love yeah. her so much. So I definitely wanted to pay an homage to her. So I'm stoked Very on nice. that. Um, so yeah, always hear that song. Thank you. Yeah. I'll let you know when, when it comes out, it'll be soon. I just don't, I'm working on some details. So um, yeah, we've got that coming out and then um, I have a live stream coming up. I haven't done one since maybe May. So we're going to, I'm going to do one on September 24th. Um, I can send you a flyer for that too. Cool. Um, it's going to be a Thursday at 5 PM. Pacific right. and uh, yeah, I'm just I've been missing playing. Uh, if all this, that's how I usually like release stuff, and it's like I haven't yeah. been able to do that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be fun uh, to get to get out there and play for everybody. Hopefully, you can tune in. Oh yeah, I, I wouldn't miss it. Yeah, awesome. it seems like everybody was doing so many live streams, like they weren't doing it previously. 
And then all of a sudden, like every day there was a live stream. I'm like, oh, I can't even keep up with it. It was too much. Yeah. It was like an overload. Even like some of my favorite bands would do one. And I'm like, I don't have the energy to watch this, which is so lame, right? (laughs) (laughs) And it was like every day. And it's like, and then we had this whole huge stint because, you know, I I think it was because of Black Lives Matter and we wanted to support that cause. Definitely. So we all took a break. Yeah. And uh, now we're slowly getting back into to live performing. And it, it's not as much as it was before, which I'm kind of glad because yeah. it's more, it, you can actually keep up with it and watch a show every week. <laughs> right, right. And put it in your calendar and be like, yeah. that's what I'm doing that day. It, yeah. It's like, it's like reasonable. <laughs> it's totally, I totally agree. I felt like I was doing it a lot. We did a really killer one with Hermosa Music Company. It was very, very well done, very well produced, well shot. And and that was like, that was the first one. And it was like up here. And then I feel like, you know, you got to have everything really sounding good for these live streams and yeah. the quality. I mean, there's like a uniqueness to just getting on and just like playing and that's great, but it's got to be quality in my opinion, just for me personally, if I'm going to be playing, I want people to hear me. I want them to hear me well, and I want to have some control over that. So, um, you know, I didn't, I've said no to a lot of things just because they weren't the right, you know, uh, atmosphere for, for me. And then I also think it was really important to take a pause to support black life matter. I mean, like it, it was a, a huge statement to just let all of that, just have a moment and I think we still should be in that space too so just respecting that and just keeping you know keeping it like keeping everything in in a space where it's like I personally like I don't feel like we should feel like oh I have to do this like keep up to stay relevant you know like I'm I'm kind of over that I want to do something because I really want to do it and and, you know, I'm not going to say yes to everything. And I want to create an atmosphere where people are getting something from this each time, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I, 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 I was happy to take a break from that. And I hope, I'm stoked I'm promoting this one. And I'm going to have a donation for this one as well that I will donate to a good cause. So if people want to donate, they're welcome to. And, you know, I think it's all about, you know, giving back and 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 still presenting your art, but then how can we connect it? How can we connect the dots? And, and mm-hmm. even to like businesses, like all the businesses in, in this city that I live in are struggling and they're all a lot just independently owned and operated. And I want people to support that and, and I want people to hear about it. So I really have been kind of working on sharing a lot of my local businesses too, because it's so sad to see these yeah. businesses close down. You know, Definitely. it's just, it's really, really sad. Yeah. And people are just crying out because, you know, there were so many restrictions that, you you know, who can survive off 50% of their normal capacity, especially on a Saturday and Sunday or, or Friday. Totally. And then it's dead the rest of the week. And, you know, you're supposed to have all these employees and how are they supposed to live? And, you know, it, it's just a bad situation all around. I know. And, and I have so many friends who do, you know, survive off of just playing gigs or just working at St. Rock or whatever it is. And it's been tough to see them struggle. And our yeah. first live stream, we, I just, we raised money for all the people in the industry. Cause it was just like, they're not getting paid and you know, yeah, I get, hopefully they're getting unemployment, but it's not the same. And you know, it's just, it's sad. Yeah. So just to kind of keep supporting that. Yeah, totally. Right. It's just, you know, everything is temporary and it's just, 
finding that space, finding the new normal and, and helping out. And for the people that are continually to like to pay their gym memberships or pay for their yoga studios, even though we're not, you know, in person, I just say thank you to those people, the people who keep coming to me for private lessons and, and things like that. It's just, it's really important and it's very appreciated. Yeah. Well, I can't believe we've been talking for a almost 45 minutes. My gosh. <laughs> We're about to run out of time. <laughs> he talk all night. Yeah, right? I know, right? <laughs> it was a lot better than I expected. So I'm, I'm glad I had you well, on. Well, that's good. had some really good stuff to talk about. <laughs> yeah, of course. Thank you so much for supporting my music and playing my music. And um, I just really appreciate you guys. Like all the little things, even for artists, like help you know people who give us a follow on any of the platforms or stream or whatever it helps so much so if you guys want to do that um all my stuff you can find at vtorismusic.com that's my website um i would really appreciate it because this is the new normal algorithms matter numbers matter um and i really appreciate like everybody who's just kind of come together to support us, but we definitely need those, those things still. And, yeah. and I'm also going to have some merchandise for sale soon, some t-shirts and stuff. So if you guys, right, cool. and they're going to look cool. So if you guys are, check it out. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Mikey. You. Appreciate and, uh, you. And thank you for doing what you're doing too. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. So we'll see you on September 24th at your show. Awesome. Um, this will air like the week before, so it'll, um, it'll be perfect timing. Awesome. Yay. I'm so excited. And we're <laughs> going to do a Q&A. So if you guys have questions, send oh, them nice. ahead of time. Right, yeah. You're All great. Right, was, thank you. Thank you. It was good seeing see you. See you soon. Okay. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of KGUP Presents. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. From the KGUP studios in Los Angeles, this is Mikey J. I'm out. Long nights without you by my side.
You'll never see You can ask 